You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. This feature is brought to you by Ultron, technology partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit Ultron.com. Ultron, there when it matters. Good afternoon. Well, good morning, actually. How are you doing, Mr. Makaza? I'm good. Yes. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, How's your yes. weekend? Oh, it's very pleasant, very good, very good, quiet. Um, you make lots of money? No, it's just, it's just busy, you know. It's mm. just busy running around uh, month end and, you know, watching South Africans um, spending money. It's interesting what we spend our money on in an economy that's so tight. But, yeah, I had a good that's weekend. True. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you did. We've got a couple of really, really awesome stories. I remember when we first spoke about uh, WhatsApp messages and the forwarding limits. Is there now data on what, what the consequence has been? Yeah, so you remember they had this, uh, this had a lot of violence in India just uh, not so long ago. And, um, and, and you know, we saw this just recently during the recent xenophobic attacks we had in our country where people just forward fake videos and they create this hysteria and, and fear and all sorts of other things. So Facebook reduced the forwarding uh, from they had it down to 20 down to 256 uh, they're limited to 20 from 256 and even now you can only forward I think to 5 or so people a yeah. video or something like that yeah. and the, le- the latest research is showing that um, when they limited the the amount of messages you can forward 80% of messages died within 2 days and it just makes so much sense if you think about when something viral starts going on and I go back to the recent xenophobic attacks how many videos you were forwarded from other people mm. and within a period of 2 to 3 days it just went away completely and I think when people start realizing and the message starts spreading out and people uh, start you know when the media starts saying this is fake Etc. And people are starting to spread that message. The video stopped spreading. So 80% of those messages died, and 20% stayed very viral um, and reached full network status in the just in the, in the last few days of of a of a particular campaign or whatever people were trying to get out. So mm. it's certainly showing that the stuff is working, and they, they they've been doing quite a bit of research in Brazil, India, and Indonesia, and in South Africa as well. They analysed more than six million messages across those three countries I just mentioned. And they rebuilt the network and they ran simulations on and on how forwarding limits affected the information and the virality of the videos that were spreading, which is quite interesting. So it certainly has worked by limiting the amount of videos you can forward to the amount of people on your contact list. But you know what's interesting is how this story sits somewhat ironically next to our next one because yes. there's so many opportunities with both social media and new media in general for disinformation campaigns, for propagandistic warfare to take place, that um, again, in terms of limiting what you might do on one platform, won't stop you from being able to spread propaganda elsewhere. No, this is absolutely fascinating. You know, they, uh, Oxford University ran this latest research, and they they, they basically looked at uh, coordinated social media campaigns. Okay, in 2017, just to give you an idea, there were 40. In in, in 2017, there were 28 countries actively pursuing coordinated social media campaigns. In 2018, there were 48. The latest count is 70 countries, South Africa included, that are using social media to spread information, whether it's misinformation, and they've discovered that China, India, Iran, Pakistan, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela 
are those countries that are using disinformation to influence other countries. This is what this study has found. It's quite interesting when you look at the Hong Kong protests and mm. you look at the Chinese propaganda that's been going on around this. The, it, it's interesting that the Chinese were using their own internal social media platforms. Did you know that China now spends a huge amount of money on Facebook to send that misinformation or, you know, their own version of propaganda around these particular things that are happening around these various countries. So it's quite interesting how companies are using, how countries are using social media and it's on the increase. And, and, and it's, it's actually quite concerning. And we were mm -hmm. actually talking about this earlier. Over this weekend, I saw lots and lots of, um, different websites on my timeline on Facebook. One of them was U.S. government finally admits cannabis really does kill cancer cells. Then there was another story about smoking marijuana causes complete remission on, of Crohn's disease. No side I saw effects. That, yeah. um, then I opened up quite a few of them and I saw this. And then interestingly enough, what I did see in between there was adverts about Donald Trump. And you can read this one um, that it says there that there were adverts that were embedded in the in these particular blogs that actually have no basis of what they were talking about. Um, and when you press some of the buttons, they were, they were, they were distinctly there to spread political campaigns uh, for various political people. And the one that I saw about Donald Trump was a really interesting one. There was a advert slapping in the middle of this, does Donald Trump deserve Seven. a second term? Mm -hmm. Vote now. You click on the website, takes you to another website, and they have this, this information that if you read it, you'll think, hang on, he's actually not such a bad guy. And this is, this is how this misinformation so is being So it preys on our vulnerability and concerns completely, about health completely. and dread disease. And then it drags you to something that may result in your misdirected reasoning about a political figure. Correct. Correct. So you see how they, they dupe you around. Mm. And it's worrying because when I, when I saw these messages, these, these websites that were, that were forwarded and not forwarded, but shared by people on my timeline that was appearing, I'm surprised that a company like Facebook doesn't have the AI to pick up the, the facts, the facts that are, that these guys are talking about on the websites are not true. Number one. And that how it's spreading because it's spread quite quickly. And I see this morning it's disappeared. So the AI has obviously kicked in and deleted all that nonsense. But the point is that it's been shared and seen by millions of people already. Okay, well, is, is it just a moving target for the battle between the folks that invent, obviously, the technology to spread the propaganda being busted by the ones that come up with alternative AI to try and detect it. I mean, it must question. be like a permanent sort of battle going on. No, it is because these guys keep changing the battlefields. You see, they keep adding different parameters and they escape the system and they get it on there. But I think that people like Facebook should be a lot quicker because I actually reported a lot of these websites and I said, no, this is fake news. This is fake news. But it took them like 72 hours before they disappeared. Mm -hmm. Sh shouldn't take so long. Absolutely. But in the meantime, it's been viewed by people and the message has been and spread. And the effect is there and who knows what, yeah. What and the, the and it, just coming back to this, I mean, th that there are now 70 countries in the world that are using Facebook and these platforms to spread misinformation and, 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 and really targeted propaganda. Yeah. So that's scary. And we haven't really got an understanding of the qualitative impact on democracy as a result of that. While we do know in one or two yeah. referendum elections, of course, but uh, a serious, uh, scary development. Last but not least. It's a big story, this. <laughs> it's a biggie. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd say this. Adult radio on a Monday morning as part of um, technology and society. 
Yeah, well, I've often heard you talking about sex toys with Dr. Eve, but if you think about sex toys, they're very, um, you, you know, they, 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 there's no, I mean, apart from the technology and the motors and everything, they kind of haven't really evolved with the world that's evolving right now when it comes to artificial intelligence and everything. So you don't think about artificial intelligence and sex toys. So yeah. uh, adults, radio, so if you've got kids in the car, turn it off. But this company's been working on some very interesting stuff. A, a product is called Autoblow AI. And what they want to do is they want to create the perfect blowjob as a sex toy for for, for men um, and they've used some very interesting technology to do this. And they've mm. basically gone across various different websites, have tested it on men, and they've tested what excites a man. When so what is the technology? How does it work? Well, they're basically, it's basically a cylindrical device okay. that, um, that you put your penis into. Mm. And there's various different programs based on AI. And it starts learning what you like and what you don't like. Oh, but, I see. Okay. But they've researched okay. this and they've, they've researched the, the part of the blowjob that men love the most. Mm. And, and this, this particular sex toy stimulates all of these things, simulates all of these things and stimulates you at but the same time. But it's the point time. that it's not generic. It learns from you. It as learns an from you as well what you like. Okay. Okay. And, and it's got different modes. And, and here's, here's one of the founders of this company that's, uh, that's been working on this technology, just talking about the auto blow. AI. At the beginning of male sex toys, there were just rubber vaginas, rubber mouths, rubber buttholes, just fake small body parts. This is easy to do. What's hard to do is to experience the feeling of someone else giving you an orgasm. What does a real blowjob feel like? Surprising. He doesn't know what's happening next. That's what we aim to recreate with the new auto blow. Every day I'd read technology news and I thought if all of these other products are benefiting from the new power of artificial intelligence, why aren't sex toys? Just like you could teach a AI program to compose new music by listening to lots of old music, what each of these different modes is capable of doing is producing a next action based on previous action and just kind of making blowjob slash music that it thinks makes sense statistically based on the old stuff it's seen before. That's how you know as a human, when I say Mary had a little something, you know it's lamb. It just feels right. And that statistical process that's happening in your head is the same process that we put into the machine. In five to seven years, we can have a product that it'll know your blood pressure, heart rate, and it can decide to finish you or make you last longer. It can play with you for an hour, you know, if it wants. Or it can play with you for like four minutes because it would know for playing with you previously how to play with you. Scientists themselves aren't at the forefront of implementing AI in sex toys. They're embarrassed to do that. Finish him! Finish him! <laughs> I love that it can decide to One finish One hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that, you know, when they talk about, and I, and I remember going to this uh, technology show in Las Vegas, um, and the amount of money that they're spending on real, uh, you know, as, as human, as human-like as possible, um, characters that you can have sex with, um, because there's a lot of lonely people in this world. And once you start putting the technology that we have into these, Objects, uh, you can create a realistic, but I don't think it will ever replace a human being. But maybe some people don't want it. Maybe they happy. Well, it doesn't have to be either or. Yeah. When you're traveling to Vegas and you don't want to cheat on me, Aki. <laughs>
You can always just take your toy with. I should. I knew I should you know have, what I mean? You know, I should have said New York, not Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lucky. Fascinating, as always, developments in technology and society. Well,